is not in service at this time. All right. Hello. Welcome to Hello Alphabet Agencies, a brand new <laughs> educational comedy podcast hosted by three of the hottest, coolest, most community yeah. guidelined people on TikTok. This is satire. This is all satire and comedy and jokes. We care about holding powerful people accountable, empowering others with knowledge by making important research and history accessible to all, and building community through the chaos of our modern world. And having fun while doing it yeah, somehow. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. Laughing through Ooh. the pain. <laughs> so I guess let's all introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Nicole. I'm cool and disabled on TikTok. I'm... I'm gonna call myself, I'm self-employed now. I'm self-employed um, and I'm a yapper. That's all I got right now, but I, I'm here with Dante. I'm Dante. <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Let us clarify right off the bat, none mm -hmm. of us are conspiracy theorists. I think all those theories are dumb. We are. <laughs> Educational content creators but, um, and comedians sometimes. Yeah, I have a TikTok account. What's it? What's the handle? Dante Weld sixty nine. Otherwise known as I think his his name too. Lacroix, Lacroix boy. boy. And then we also have Cat Dad four twenty sixty nine. Yo, what up? I'm Cat Dad or Corey. I uh. I'm 35 and I live in Brooklyn and my TikTok handle is catdad42069xxx and uh, yeah, we get into some goofage there and some critiquing of the American establishment. And there is a list. There is. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. We, uh, we like to investigate some stuff. And Nicole's yeah, really good at research, so buckle Big the fuck in. And oh yeah, we're all yappers. How'd we all meet? I mean, on TikTok, I think Cat Dad. I I just call Corey. I just call you Cat Dad. It 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 rolls I off the tongue so much no, easier. No, no, that's fine. Call me Cat Dad and Corey. Do you want <laughs> me to say? Do you want me to say your guys' name names? Right, yeah. Nicole and Dante. Huh? Whatever, yeah, whatever works. I mean, I go oh, by yeah. cool and disabled too. Nicole, cool and disabled. We won't give them enough to like fucking dox us and shit, you know, but. You know, I, well, I mean, Darren Margolius, executive director of Beast Philanthropy, is already on my LinkedIn, he, so they got my. They, they got a lot of my info already. It's okay. If they want to <laughs> find us, they can find us. We're not trying to hide anything here. But, uh,. Yeah, no, we all met on TikTok, um, kind of naturally gravitated towards each other in our little uh, yap and echo chamber. Um, but we are all over the internet. Um, we have a website called hotgirlsfhobbies.com, kind of links to all of our other socials. Uh, Corey, do you have any other social links outside of TikTok? No, that's really the only one. I, I abandoned a TikTok my TikTok exclusive. Basically, yeah. Whoa, oh, I got a letter box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my Bad name. I'll look it up. Yeah. We'll oh, get yeah. it for episode two. But yeah, yeah well, I yeah. just saw like your guys' videos. Maybe you were talking about Peter Thiel or something. And, oh, Peter and, Peel. Yeah, Peter Peter Peel. And Peter, I just went and looked through all of your guys' videos. And then I was like, took a big boy swing and said, hey, do you guys want to be friends? Will you be friends with me? And they said, yeah, actually. So yeah. don't yeah. be scared to ask 
to be friends, guys. Even when you're old. It's okay, because you don't want to die alone. You want to have friends. Yeah. Especially so if they're into, like, you know, things that you like. Like, not conspiracies, but, like, the truth, you know? That's what a conspiracy theorist would say. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not conspiracy theorists. We're not. We're not. Because we validate what we, what we, um, we verify things. Bro, we listen to Nicole. And look at look at her research. Tell me she's wrong. Big researcher, big researcher, big, big independent her. investigation, girly. You know, we're just we're trying to expose the the creeps and the the powers that be. Like cause, Caleb Hammer. Because they shouldn't be getting away with stuff under the radar, especially when they got a lot of money and, and they're Roger. using that money for bad stuff. We're not about that. And Austin Russell. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Mr. Beast. Oh, we got a lot. We got a lot of people. Um, you guys care because you don't want, like, you know, they're deviously, like, manip manipulating you. And you just think it's, like, fun videos and stuff. But, you know, there's little things that they can add to all these videos. And to get you to think about, you know, like, like poverty, for instance, you know, they're, like, they don't want you to think it's a big problem. Because Mr. Beast saved 1,000 kids or whatever, you know, like... It, yeah, it, it's, it's not enough like, and it's not the right answer and it's it's propaganda essentially yeah and people really like flinch at the word propaganda a lot and like think that it's so conspiracy minded to think that like oh there's there's uh sublim you saying there's subliminal messages in things and it's like people will really take it to an extreme and it's like no that no it's just like this is a well documented form of controlling a crowd of people or controlling a mass of people when you know certain things are happening like it's marketing is propaganda and people i mean they market the shit out of their stances on things i guess we'll say and it's not always in like expected ways it's not always through the expected channels like they're kind of sneaky sometimes and you know we're on all the time we're on alert. It's, it, it's like they, you know, they used to do stuff, oh, you know, right on the nose and like they they just like would advertise and stuff. But now it's like they know how to you always hear that story about Target where people like the Target knew that a woman was pregnant before she did. You know, it's like they use this stuff to get inside of our heads and to control us by either buying products or like, you know, picking one one brand over another or whatever you know it's like they're using it for mischievous devious purposes and and this is like the 200th year of them perfecting it to like a point where for the most part it seems invisible you know and yeah, that's and why so like, many people miss it yeah and now we give them so many data points to go off of it's like i as someone who used to work in digital marketing that, like the amount of data I mean there's a lot of different like legislation and conversation around privacy and you know digital advertising and how that data is used but regardless it's like it's a lot of data points that like they are able to like you said it seems mystical magical but like they can you know pinpoint what you might want like what they're trying to do is anticipate like being in exactly the right place at the right time for the right person is all like digital marketing is. And they can do that so easily now 
with all of the signals that we give them through our, you know, whatever interactions on different social sites, searches, all of our, you know, internet history, we give them all those data points and then people are doing really bad things with it too that like flies under the radar cuz it's not overtly sinister but it's its long-term impacts are really like underestimated and i know and i would argue that it is overtly sinister like you know yeah. like people people do like Fair. so many people like think like oh i don't care everyone knows my like search history or whatever but no it's like when they're using all of this stuff from all of us at the same time, they're using it to, like, map certain things and stuff, and they're using it maliciously, you know, like, oh, man, they're getting to the point... In the computer science theory later? Oh, no. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like everything I went to school for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I like, didn't want to do that. <laughs> no, they actually, I think, um, I took a class in college on, um... It was like called machine learning, which is just AI, and they said they. I say they. Uh, there were there's like an algorithm or something. I forget the details of it because it was so long ago. But like they discovered that like grocery stores discovered that they should put I think it was beer and cheese and diapers next to each other because like when somebody um, is like a dad goes to the store to get diapers he also buys beer and cheese because he's not going out. Like they like put those in like. You know, you know what I mean? Like the order that you would go in the store, they like trick you into buying stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, my, my this name person, you don't, you have free will. You don't want to yeah. be controlled. You want, you don't want to be like, you know, they're they're like able to guess what you're gonna do before you do it. That that means you don't have free will. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's and not like, something that anyone should approve of. I don't think. No, and it's funny that you say that as, like, your point of view from when you were in school because, like, my degree's in marketing, so, like, I had a lot of classes where looking back now, thinking about it, it's, like, it's so weird. It really is just, like, deconstructing, like, the wants and needs of humans to exploit them for financial gain then, and it all feels so... Yeah, Yeah, it's so gross, like... it's like putting a band on your head essentially and being able to tell what every person's going to do next, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but then there's some wild cards, you know, they're the people that they all lock up and did you guys watch Westworld? No, No, but we should, yeah, you you would like it. It's like all of it's this stuff, dude. It's crazy. And like the, the Westworld park, they are using it to map, like, the human brain and to use it to, like, you know, be able to get, like ring every inch or every dollar out of them, you know? Well, and you know what's funny, actually, you bringing that up? That is something that uh, we were talking about watching it because John H. Mayer, that former Teal Fellow, which I'm writing a piece still about the interviews that I had with him when he was in jail and what he said about Peter Teal. Uh, but he he has said similar things about the show Westworld and how um, our reality is much more similar to it than people realize. And he said that? Yes. It, essentially, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he's, you know, warning of how there are so many similar things already happening. And, you know, a caveat here, it's like, I, I don't know John H. Mayer personally entirely. I've talked to him in person. I cannot confirm or deny 
any like you know everything he's saying but this is just you know something that he i think he's tweeted it he's also like he said it to me where it's just we really are i mean even just by like you said what we can observe ourselves we are so much closer to that in our reality and day-to-day life than people realize for real john h mayor it has said some other crazy shit though yeah so he i has. want to say that we yeah, can't take man, look, value like, when he says that west world is happening some of the craziest yeah. shit yeah. i've ever heard in my life we're finding out is real like right? you know so, i mean i'll listen to anyone like there's no, this is all, all this new stuff coming out about P. Diddy and stuff, you know, and there's like a right. videotape of a dude calling all this stuff like 10 years ago. And like, you know, w- maybe we should start listening to these people. Like, he's close, he's close to all the people we're talking about, Peter Peel. Like, Peter and Peel. what, what, what could possibly come of it besides bad things to him for saying? Peter being under arrest. <laughs> but like, being under arrest. man, maybe we need to listen to them. You are being under arrest. Being under arrest. Okay, so <laughs> that's what I hope for, Peter. Should we go forward? Yeah. You're being under forward. arrest. Oh, oh yeah, no I, think, I think that's no a good go. segue there. Should I not? Um, into say the no Is that what you mean? Oh, oh no! You can say whatever you want. Oh, oh, you oh, go oh. crazy. No, he was saying. Um, from I think we should introduce I think that was the first time I really used a sound effect. Uh, let's uh, let's introduce some of our glorious sound clips that we have. We won't go through every single one, but we got to introduce some of the lore that we have going on because it is it's deep. There's a lot. There's a lot of people. A lot of amazing clips that we've gotten from our time on the internet. One of them. Now you're being under arrest. <laughs> this is um that to, is to clarify that yeah what happened like, here what yeah. was that now you're being under arrest yeah dante do you want to explain that i one? believe um now you are being under arrest mm-hmm. and that is officer was it martinez i believe so. officer martinez at the uh el paso uh, border patrol other. checkpoint in this in the in the united states we did, we did not, not go into Mexico and come back. We were just in the U.S. We'll, we'll tell the whole story we one were, day on this. The, yeah, the summary of that is we were arrested at the at the checkpoint for no reason. And this was me and recording him. That is I Officer Martinez arresting me. So play it one now more you're time. Being under arrest. One now more. You're being under arrest. There we go. Now <laughs> you're being under arrest. Thank you, Officer Martinez. Nothing Thank was you. Video never charged incredible. with anything. Yeah, watch, yeah, they watch had the video. To charge they're yapping to a bunch of uh, uh, federales. It's awesome. But, yeah. <laughs> feds. Uh, Lowest paid feds. Yeah. Let's see. What other ones we got? They're kind of... Shane. That's we just a classic. It. We all singing know that one. Crime. Oh, singing is not a crime. Well, let's do this one. For... Give him a couple Roger ones. Yeah, we got to yeah. introduce the Roger lore. So, Why won't it play? What? We had technical difficulties. We were trying to get the soundboard to work. I think and, we got uh, it to kind of work. It kind of works. We're struggling. It's, it's probably the internet, but it's it's fine. Woo! Oh, there we go. There's yeah, one. The show is what it is, okay? Yeah, and we, we debated for a while if we were going to redo the, that first part or not, and we decided not to redo it. So. No. Authenticity. And you want to know why? We're big on raw. You want to know why we aren't going to redo it? Tell us. <laughs> We're not going to redo it because all we care about is being transparent to our viewers. Our flights. Sorry, my MacBook was going to die, so I had to turn on the plug. 
<laughs> and you get the Brett Favre lights. Dude, we call these yeah. the Brett Favre lights. Uh, we're at my parents' house, and he has a, a bunch of little football guys, and the Brett Favre is kind of the centerpiece here because, you know, big Wisconsinites. So the Brett Favre lights had to go on. Jesus, chair, dude. I know, dude. Your chair's so squeaky. It just shouldn't squeak this much. I'm not going to change my life for some stupid chair. There is at least love to enshrine uh, people who do fraud. Okay, so the <laughs> the soundboard. Um, this one's working. I've been okay. click this whole this whole little chat. I've been clicking through the soundboard again, being like, "Well, can we get any of them to work? If not, I mean, we're gonna have we'll have soundboard uh, extravaganza in the future. We're gonna eventually just get it on a an actual physical soundboard, yeah. so we don't have to rely on the internet. But mm -hmm. here's one that we know works. There is a list. There is here's a list. The list. There is a list. <laughs> oh it's so good i wish this i hope this one goes oh i don't know if it will it was your it, it do you want to just sing it for the people uh it's your song Corey. oh blue people aren't real oh vote blue people aren't real hi ho the dairy yo vote blue people aren't real sing that far and wide friends share it because it's true do you want to explain that one a little bit I don't know. I just have a little bit. It's not like a fully fleshed out idea, but I think that most of the people who are saying, no, guys, you got to vote for Joe Biden right now. I'm pretty sure they're either very dumb and falling for the propaganda or most likely bots and not human beings. That's just a little theory I have. It's not a conspiracy theory because so far, most of them that I keep running into are proving themselves to be correctly bots they never I have, have actually I do know one vote blue person in real life I know there's a, there's a I, couple I worked with one, with one but category I of the he was a redditor. yeah he was just a redditor he had mostly good opinions oh, yeah. on most things but he was a redditor and he was like Shane. I'm gonna be voting for he's like vote blue no matter who Shane so. Shame. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> that one's working too we got that one working on the soundboard I wish we could get I'm trying to get any of the Roger ones to work. We're going to we're going to fill the people in on the Roger lore. I mean, we'll definitely we're going to go through a bit of the story of kind of how we got here and how we got to um, some of the Mr. Beast drama we're in right now. Um, but it really all starts with Roger. And that's that's why I really I really wish we could get the soundboard. Can I do today. an impression of Roger? Go for it. Singing is not a crime. That is beautiful. Spot on. Nicole is correct. That one's also on the soundboard. We can't yep. get it. Here, we'll, well, you we'll guys know it. Roger. You've seen Roger on TikTok before. He's a creepy old man who was playing guitar, trying to, like, get kids to come in there, you know? And he was doing weird stuff with kids. Did you know who Roger was before... Well, no. So I think that's I think that's how I fell in love with you guys and we became besties is because I, I first saw that dude... And I felt, I got the, like, heebie-jeebies from him, you know? Yeah, And then no, I scrolled through, and I think I saw one of your videos. I think Dante's videos first. And, uh, and I was like, oh, someone one. did a deep dive on this. Let's go. And I watched every single one, and I was like, this all perfectly ties in with all my other theories about life. But, yeah, continue. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I with the whole Roger thing, like, I truly don't know how... 
there was only like that like the the video the one video went super viral mm-hmm. olivia's got like seven million views and that was the like that was like you were ten percent of the way done. That was really just like the tipping point. Because I remember that day happened and we were like, oh my god, we did it! It went viral. We saved the city, and it's like it really was <laughs> and that. Then the meme. next day, I made a joke and I was like, what if we're not even close to being done with? And Roger? we were not. We and were nowhere we had close. Two months left. Yeah, dude, the so rabbit hole goes so deep for all of these guys. It really does, and it ended. It ended at Mr. Beast. I mean, I don't think it ended. It has. It has. Um, Yo, what if we currently resided in Beast Town, USA? I'll say, crazy. No. So what happened recently was that um, I noticed that Darren Margolius, the executive director from Beast Philanthropy, lurked my LinkedIn profile. And I know that because because I bought LinkedIn Premium so I could do some proper lurking in research. Okay, (laughs) Twitter Premium and LinkedIn. I know, and it pains me. It pains me every day to pay for these things, but I do it for the people. I gotta be everywhere. I gotta be everywhere lurking. I gotta be seeing what everyone's saying everywhere. And I got to have my replies get to the top on Twitter. If Elon's giving me a feature, I, you know what? I hate Elon. Like, so yeah? I will say it with my chest. But if I get my yaps pushed to the top of people's replies, and now I have, like, dude, I have beef with John Coogan. He blocked me on Twitter. That's someone on our Fed flags list. Peter bot, Peter bot, Peter bot. There's a couple people that I've just gotten under their skin on Twitter because I'm up at the top of the replies now. So I will say that it's been worth it. Okay. Best dollars ever. Best. Yeah. I think it's ethical. Fans promise. Ethically, ethically used. If you provide truly. more than tw- if you yeah. provide twenty two dollars worth of damage True. to misinformation, that's it's worth good. it. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, and so actually, I I do think that's how Darren um, saw the article because at one point I replied to or like quote retweeted a beast philanthropy tweet and essentially was like, "Yo, Darren's shady." I don't remember what I said, but I linked the article, and I'm pretty sure that's how they actually ended up seeing it. So that's what I'm saying. Twitter, that blue check mark, powerful. You can really get people to like look at your stuff. Um, and it got Edward Liger to reply to me one time and then never again. And then oh, he called you a lib. Yeah, we'll talk too. about him later. Yeah. Eddie Liger, Midwestern. And wrestling Marks. Ed. Wait, no, don't get us too off track yet. That's that's for later. That's a big Fed flag. He's a big wee, wee. old Fed flag. Yeah, guys, our, our overarching theory here is that like most people on the internet who are yapping besides the three of us are feds <laughs> and work at the behest of the state department. Otherwise. And everyone has to prove that they are not a fed until we will believe it. Because so far, I've figured out that pretty much every single person is a fed. It's baffling. When you think about it, I mean, it makes sense because there's a lot of incentive as far as, like, we live in an attention economy. So there's a lot of incentive in hopping on, like, hot topics of like things that are really um hitting the emotions of people and they know that they can you know use that to their own advantage and like it's just i don't even know yeah, where we'll exactly talk about jackson going with that later. Tangent, but yeah there's a lot of fed flags around and we don't mean you're legitimately a fed we don't mean you're legitimately working with the feds but, but you're given fed flags. 
in at least at the very least you're helping them because you're spreading some dumb you're some saying dumb exactly what a fed shit. would say yeah so you might so it's it's a like fed. a shorthand for anyone who's like working and pushing like what the state department would want them to push yeah and you know people could do it for money people could do it because they work for the state department People could do it because, you know, they have ulterior motives. Like, it seems like there's, like, a lot of white supremacists and stuff who are hopping on to the Palestinian cause yeah, because yeah. it gives them an excuse to be anti-Semitic, which is really what they just want to be doing all day, you know? Mm-hmm. But So, yeah, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're, like, getting paid by the CIA or they, like, work specifically for the CIA, but they very well could. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're giving us Fed flags, because we don't know. You know who gives me a Fed flag, honestly? Who? Jim Beast, but I'm not going to say that on the internet. Oh, I just said it on the internet. I've already said it on the internet, but I was obviously joking when I said it. I said it in that video essay I made about Jim Beast. James Jimmy Donaldson Beast. Um, but, like, we know that, like, all the joking. people from South Africa, like, that we think about, like, Elon and Peter, feel they're fed. Like, Peter fed. is. Peter's a yeah, fed. yeah, it's people like Elon Musk and, like, Peter, yeah. T- Peter Peel and stuff. You know, like, these guys, I mean, these guys, like, have direct ties and stuff with the CIA, so they're, like, the legit ones that, like, work for the government, but, uh... Yeah. There's a lot of people we're, that... We're good example of others. Like, spread their message. Like, you know, even, like, all the little Elon burner boys, like, on Twitter, like, even if they're real people... Who are the centrist brothers? What are they doing? Like, you know? What are their names? The Ed and Ed Cal... They have really long last names. They got banned from Twitter for promoting a scam, and then they got back on Twitter when Elon let the Nazis back on. Oh, God. But they're like Elon Berlickers is the point. They're the most boring people. They're so milquetoast. They never take a stance. But they always end up there pushing you down. They're like the beginning of a little pipeline. That's all I'm going to say. Beginning of a little pipeline. That's what it feels like. It's like, yeah, at a minimum, they're nudging them in that direction by, you know, like, yeah, spreading their their messages or just like inadvertently sending them down a pipeline that like starts in a seemingly uh not nefarious place but it's like no like and when we talk about things like brainwashing too like we use that term a lot when we're just joshing around when we're obviously joking but like that doesn't have to mean like holding a like swirly circle in front of your face and saying do this you will do this like yeah it's like no brainwashing happens in like truly such subliminal ways and like there's been a lot i'm seeing uh cult talk pop a lot more again and i i kind of anticipated that that was going to become like it's just with the cultural waves it's like when people are feeling lost and like they need a group or a leader or someone to like listen to or look to you're vi- everyone is susceptible to propaganda and like and, like films and stuff. films like you know like they're always like war films and like it's so much military yeah. stuff and like all the best and, movies are yeah and if you think about it it's because our country is constantly at war like we have to see this stuff all the time otherwise we're gonna start recognizing that it's weird you know like mm-hmm. like i just want us to not be killing each other because it's very silly to me that you've got to go like shoot someone 
because they're, you know, like you can't figure it out or whatever. But, you know, it's like they, they pump this, everything's like Top Gun or the Marvel movies. And, you know, it's like a big superpower, a big superhero guy pounding to death, you know, their enemies. Yep. And, like, that stuff is used... You know, it's a fun movie, but, like, when it's... You're seeing that six times a year, like, you're... You know, you're gonna start not thinking that, like, buildings blowing up is weird. And, like, you know, kind of see... it. You might end up seeing, like, buildings blowing up and, like, buildings falling down on kids. And, you know, be, like, desensitized to it and do nothing, you know? It just yeah. maybe perchance... Yeah, buildings blowing up in the military. Yeah. Uh, where does Mr. Beast get all the tanks? <laughs> because yeah, I think so, the answer is the U.S. Defense Department or whatever you would call it. It does. You, the military gets like the the sign off on scripts because they let them use all of their equipment and stuff. So, guys, I promise you, we're not. Uh, lunatics here. <laughs> We're we are not. So that's a little spiel on. But yeah, <laughs> a little spiel on propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Okay, I have a question for both of you. Yeah. And answer it honestly. This isn't a fact. This is your opinion. Okay. Do you think? Would you actually? Yeah. Would you classify Mr. B's content as propaganda? Yeah. Yeah. No, and I've two and, sentence explanation yeah. why. I need two sentences. Okay. Um I'll try to go two sentences. I'm a yapper. I think from my perspective at a bare minimum where it's like no, these people could always be doing much more nefarious things because we know that there's no limit to what they'll do for money and power and influence. But like at a bare minimum his videos really um like it's technically still one sentence. Work to how would I say so, so distract you. I can't have sentence requirements. You don't need a sentence okay. requirement. I was His kidding. His videos very much like I'm thinking of the one where he like uh, glamorizes like minimum wage jobs, and then when the Squid Game one, and the ones that are really out of touch with like his uh, his philanthropic charity work that that he acts like he's Jesus Christ himself, and. I, I think, like, the common theme is just, like, he kind of, <laughs> I've described it this way before, I pro I'm not, not a conspiracy theorist, but it's giving, it's giving MK Ultra like, it's giving, like, brainwashing the youth to think that, like, same energy, that money, one, he emphasizes money a lot in his videos, even if it's not the primary focus, it's always, like, this costs 10k, this costs 100k, and it's, like, lots of focuses on big amounts of money, and Teslas, and, and, like, there's Dude, the video a lot yesterday. Of, there's a lot of like product placements, uh, very intentional, and there's a lot of um, oh, glamorizing, yeah. like glamorizing very, uh, like like I said, the minimum wage job thing is one example. But I'm trying to just think of like the overall essence. It's it's, it's really like, just huh? like convincing kids that like these things are okay and that like. It w one that it wouldn't be weird for like one lone savior like Mr. Beast to like save everyone. Like it really like it warps their view of charity and philanthropy and what it actually is. 
but then also like I think has convinced them that like that everything Mr. Beast is doing is like actually really great and okay and we need more of it which is a huge problem in itself I think because it's like no a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on what Beastie Boys doing like business wise content wise it's very exploitative is the moral of the story for me I'm sorry I asked you a question and then was going to interrupt you yeah you should really let women Dante, speak don't, don't ruffle the, um, the feather on your mic too much Oh, yeah. Whoops, it feels good. He's just like squeaking his chair, rubbing his mic. No, it's, it's good. I'm just giving ADHD central. And it, it's it's total it's been totally fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, period, right? Period. Yeah, is Mr. Beast um content I just uh, yeah, I think I it's think? uh yeah, it propaganda, weird, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah. think so. It like it it hyper overemphasizes money and and rich people saving the poor unfortunate souls and yeah period period yeah and, no, I was just gonna say also that I think it kind of makes you think that like the problems are solved like Mr. Beast fixed it oh Mr. Beast exactly. fixed that island like he cleaned that island it's fixed but Nicole yeah. found in her research and stuff that you know they left it uh, it was a mess, and some random guy fixed it. He is the one who ended they up fixing trashed it. trashed that island. You know, so, like, yeah. I, I've worked in the film industry, and I think that people don't understand, like, how there's, like, an on-camera persona for most everyone, and then there's an off-camera persona. And it was shocking to me to see just how different those could be, you know? Like... Yes. No, he's a prime example of someone who, like, this... I mean, the philanthropic persona is the reason why he even, like, got a platform. Like, people love to cite, you know... I don't... I, they feel like bots to me because they all regurgitate the same responses, the little beastie boys in my TikTok comments, where it's like, no, dude, you don't get it. He's been grinding forever. And I'm like, dude, I saw what he did in the past, and it's like the kind of videos I was making at that age too, where it's like, no, he shouldn't have popped off. What he popped off for eventually was like giving the money away to a homeless person, which he then used to propel like his entire career as this philanthropic character when the reality is much different. Like that's the thing. It's like he really has exploited this fake charitable character in order to just amass wealth and influence and he can do he could say whatever he wants to this massive worldwide young audience and, and they, they will eat go it buy up. something. Yeah, they'll go do something, they'll go buy something. And that's scary, like considering he's connected to people like Peter Thiel and Elon Musk, where it's like he could say anything to these people and they will do it. And that's like that's a different problem to unravel for everyone individually on their own, you know, not succumbing to cult mentality. But we're talking about primarily children with Mr. Beast. And, like, those are the people we got to protect. And, like, they can't critically think through these things yet. Like, it's got to be the adults in the room that are like, hey, this the, this guy's not good. This guy is is exploiting my child essentially in my opinion making mr beast like this super charitable guy that 
could eventually like be the president and people would people would forgive him for anything he's ever done because oh he saved a thousand blind people you know but it's like wells in africa and i'm like guys you're you're also citing the things that are like key like issues <laughs> yeah exactly like those are the key things that people have cited as like no that's like the very distracting philanthropy that like doesn't doesn't address issues long term or the systemic problems that led us here and it doesn't like it causes other rifts where i think like it an in it inadvertent effect i think that's how i would say that of um like his uh some of his philanthropy videos in africa is like this i saw a, a bunch of this sentiment after the well video was released where it makes everyone like in i saw some like people in i think he was in south africa for that video or they just had a lot of thoughts on their local the local government there i don't know essentially being like no it really highlights like how bad our government is but it was like th they were doing it but then just missing the point a little bit where it's like more people need to be like mr beast and do th and it's like no see that's the pro it's like that is what he's doing isn't the long-term solution like yeah. we're not you should be asking why are there a thousand people who who can't see even though there's this really simple procedure you know like and, yeah and that's what we mean that, that messes you him. up when you're a kid you know like we, yeah. we should be asking those questions and like they beat it out of us from the time that we're children and they mm -hmm. they also put into the, think about how much mr beast emphasizes money all he talks about is money 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 views 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 everything is mm -hmm. is all metrics and you know yep. schematics and whatever and it like it just prepares your little brain to like only think of those things as like good qualities you know it's like oh the only way that i could be a good person is if i'm rich like no yeah. that's not it <laughs> you know exactly no and that ties into the whole like we'll get way deeper into this at some point as a whole but like the effective altruism crowd and like how that like there are so many like things that haven't really been talked about because it has become so like commonplace for billionaires to have these philanthropies and for that to be the thing that ever like we just have thought we think of this as so normal now that it's like it, it, people really aren't questioning the, the like it's almost like sometimes people know that the motives aren't pure but they don't even care and it's like yeah. we, we should care we really should I'm care. ready to care yeah. yeah because they're just using us as a piggy bank man we're yeah. like we're like all these rich people's little piggy banks that they're just using constantly. Dante just pulled up a full screen know. picture of Mr. Beast all of a sudden. <laughs> Can we just start on the story? How did we find out about Roger? Um, Nicole, tell him. Well, so yeah, let's back up a little bit. So, um, Mr. Be Mr. Beast was not the first, that was not the first step in this, uh, in this whole, uh, I don't know, sequence of events. Mr. Beast is kind of like the last, he's he's the last person we've stumbled into here. It really all started with uh, Roger Clay on TikTok. And so... Who's Roger Clay? Roger Clay, uh, the, the 
now infamous uh, TikTok live singing sensation. Oh. He used to go live all the time and um, just uh, grift for kids' money by singing like Lana Del Rey and like like close like sad girl music and like very popular teenage girl music. But um, he was which bad. In my opinion, I feel was very intentional, and so that was what he he gained a massive following. Um, and it wasn't really though for like his live videos; it was more because um, people like used his videos to make memes, like green screen memes with like, because he's kind of singing bad, and it's also like sad girl music. So you could see how like people would think that's funny and like meme on him. Trying to be like a lovable oaf, like yeah, he was trying to be like the nice old guy kind of character. He's just singing for fun on TikTok and he's so happy to be here. But what happens is because we live in an attention mm -hmm. economy, that man got, I think like he ended up with like 3 million followers after mm -hmm. that initial like meme fiasco. Um, and yeah, then he really had his 10 minutes of fame. And he then he really. Fed flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have theories. Many fed flags. There's so many fed flags in this story. Um, and so he, like, after that initial burst of, um, quote, fame on TikTok, he really just uh, kept going live. I said he, I think he realized it was an easy way to grift uh, for coins and roses and whatever else. Um, and kids, you know, thought he was sweet and well-intentioned and had, you know, they had no idea who this guy was. They're just the funny singing karaoke guy. Um, but what happened was I stumbled across a live um, that seemed a little weird to me. I was like, I don't know. This guy is uh, singing with a very young looking girl and he looks quite old. And like I had only seen him in the same light as most other people, like in, pass in passing on my For You page and on some memes sometimes. Yeah. And then I saw him and I was like, I recognize that guy from the memes. And why is he being creepy? And I didn't really think too much of it, but I was like, nah, it's kind of weird. And then I saw our good friend of the show, babycorn.jpg on, in, or not insert, TikTok. Um, she posted a video that ended up going viral that was that's what like inspired me to make a video commenting on it too. Cause I was like, yeah, okay. You know what? I'm glad she's talking about it. Cause some, someone needed to say something that was weird. And now I feel a little bit more empowered to say something. Cause before that I hadn't really been yapping on TikTok. Like we made, what TikTok, was she saying? But she, she stitched one of the, um, I think she, uh, I don't know if she stitched one of Roger. I know I stitched one of Roger's videos that he had posted with the girl. Her name is Olivia. Um, cause he had posted a bunch of clips from the live. So I know I stitched one of those and she might've just like stitched and like did some like pop-ups of like his Instagram too. Cause he had posted this weird picture of like the, the initial rumor was that they were dating. And I think that's what her TikTok was about actually was that because he posted a picture of them that were, it, it looked really odd. It gave really odd optics. And then people realized that she had only graduated high school last year. And you could see how like, in, like visibly younger. than Yeah. Him. Like the internet sleuths kind of st started spiraling from there. And it was, it was hot on like drama talk, tea talk kind of vibe. And so 
I started yapping about it, and then it just started, like, you know, getting traction. With, like, five followers. Yeah, I, cool and disabled, that account, I was posting, like, shit posting, like, Elon satire songs, because I was, like, I don't even know. I just wanted to start over on a different TikTok account where I was just, like, more free to just yap and be myself and, like, stop filtering everything I was saying entirely because I think we probably all can relate to that a bit. Like, it was kind of scary the first time, like, really putting your, like, strong opinions on the Internet. Like, it feels scary for some reason. But this, like, really opened the door thing. So I was like, no, I have thoughts on this, and I'm not wrong. Like, this is weird. And It's important for people to speak up, normal people, not just all the weirdos all the time, you know? And, like, from I could tell, too, from the beginning that if, like, someone didn't stick with it, it was going to be something that blew up and died out and no one ever actually solved anything with it or, like, really, like got to the root of any issues it was just gonna be like a like a drama talk tea talk and that was gonna be it which is like you know sometimes there are sometimes there's just tea and sometimes someone just does something kind of weird and funny and that's all there is to it but this was not the case here we we were talking about that a few weeks ago like i i always assume that someone's working on like an important story that i heard about or something but you know investigative journalism has been completely killed by like the the news industry you know so that's not true there aren't people out there investigating these stories it's freaking nicole truly you know it's like i thought someone else would pick this up no you know it was crazy no we got like one half-ass story at the washington post at the end about the forbes about the big the big deal and like we talked to an NBC reporter and gave her like a voicemail that was like we thought some we literally thought that somebody was like D Y I N G and yeah like I was like, like this feels weird like yeah. maybe you should say something yeah. about it I don't know even if you don't know it's real post of the clip I don't yeah. know people will hear it it's weird and yeah no nothing she talked to me for like a half hour and I'm like all right well nothing came of it yeah because people you're not gonna are have the cool the best story not the coolest but yeah. like the best story that. You'll ever gonna you're ever gonna write that that would have been the best story she'd ever write. In our humble opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but people because are scared this, to this talk goes about down deep down. <laughs> yeah, and like, people, dude, and Peter Thiel, like, he did some damage in the in the news industry. Like, I think he is yeah. like, primarily a big reason why reporters and investigative journalists are a lot more hesitant to, to even Thiel? say anything. Um, well, I'll I'll go back in the Roger oh, timeline. He can't be involved, right? That seems like there's, a big leap. He's, there's no way he's involved in this timeline, right, guys? Mm, no. 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 But just a random tidbit about Peter Thiel is that he uh, bankrupt Gawker with his lawsuit. And so that started a wave of, I think, a big, like, overall general sentiment shift of, like, much more caution towards reporting things out of fear of being quote wrong even though like you very much have the right to report on this kind of like public information and these very shady business ties and and historic family ties that we'll get to that matter and like you're allowed to talk about things like that but I think people are very scared and the news um, organizations that they work for are very scared of getting sued and 
I'm I don't know. I'm I'm a yapper. I it's all allegedly and in my opinion. So if anyone has any issues with that, contact Hot Girls Have Hobbies LLC. All of our opinions are Or if you got tips. Yeah, 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 that know. too. Media at Hot the, Girls Have Hobbies. So how we get to Peter? Oh yeah, let's oh, back, let's Austin. go back, can back I, up. Can I tell that part? Well, um, we're, yeah, we're almost there. So Roger, um, like I said, he was, he was acting out online. He was doing creepy stuff. And so we had started talking about it and we'll, we'll get deeper. I'm going to start, I'll get a little bit higher level here so we can get to all of our big hitters. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of intricacies of how Roger was handling his, uh, quote cancellation. Like he kept going live and it was just like chaos. We, we kept going in his lives and being like, dude, knock it off. Like we had so many burners where like, get off, get off the internet. What are you doing? Like, okay. So we got, we got him off the internet. We got him off the internet cause that we did not stop talking about it. And that's kind of a whole like story in itself. But what I will say from there is it led us to Austin Russell. Who's Austin Russell? He's the CEO and he was at one point the youngest self-made billionaire. Um, he's also Roger Clay's nephew. Um, let me just repeat that Austin Russell is Roger Clay's nephew. Roger Clay is Austin Russell's uncle. And uh, and uh, they founded Luminar Technologies together, the company that Austin Russell is the CEO of. And so then, so we discovered that, like, you know, halfway through the Rod actively unfolding Roger is doing creepy stuff investigation. We got to stop this guy. What's, what's he doing? Then, we, then we're like, okay... Austin Russell's involved somehow. And we found that out, allegedly involved in what was going on with Roger. We found that out. Through and when you hear that there's two like random famous people that are all of a sudden related, everyone should look into that yeah. relationship. You should just, why not? You know, just yeah. at least see what's going on. Cause sometimes there's some weird stuff. Yeah. And so we got a tip that, um, like I said, we'll get deeper into different aspects of the Roger saga at some point. Got a tip that Austin Russell may allegedly have been moderating some of his lives towards the end of his downfall. And we believe that to be the case because we started going in and bringing up their family history and Luminar Technologies. And in our opinion, if that is true, we believe it was because uh, he was getting a little scared about the information we were talking about and how it would affect his business. And uh, because Roger still worked at Luminar Technologies at the time, we've gotten a tip that he has what? since he been fired. To, he was like moderating to block you guys. Um, yeah, or allegedly. and like other people too. So it's like other people were saying things, but allegedly yeah. so that every time may Austin, have been the case. Every time Roger says moderator, can you block keyword uh, nineteen in the soundbar <laughs> that we couldn't play earlier? Think that could be Austin. It could maybe. <laughs> You know, there was at the very beginning, he still had some of his normal moderators because we know that because I talked to them and one of them also shared screenshots of Roger being creepy in her messages and telling her that she, he wanted to swim in her wit. And like he was going to during the middle of it's this crazy. whole thing, he was going to like fly and meet up with that moderator. Yeah. And was like. I'm, I, this might be crazy, but I'm off. And I was like, dude, get it together. She was probably 30 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. She was, you know, she was in her twenties, 
super sweet. We love her. But yeah, she immediately she's texted me all the screenshots and was like, you know, she had a, a, originally come forward anonymously and then um, felt comfortable enough to just be like, you know what, yeah fuck it we're sharing this because this dude is this is not the first time he's done this obviously he's he's doing this weird stuff in the middle of being canceled for this other weird stuff and so yeah it could be them too but also think it might be austin russell because he was allegedly maybe a moderator at one point we don't know just a rumor so anyway, we found out, yeah, that they're related. And then I started, you know, I went on a whole deep dive into their family tree. Once again, we could do a whole fucking hour on that. But, but wait, so Luminar is a company that is like a defense contractor? What? No. We no. don't know. No, no, we don't know. We don't. They don't. Can I clarify that? They don't him? advertise themselves. Can I clarify this, please? Yeah, talk about Yeah, Luminar. whatever, please. So Luminar is, they, they sell LIDAR. They make LiDAR. Yeah, what are they? they don't sell LiDAR. They make LiDAR. So LiDAR, right, it's just stupid, stupid lasers. And I'll, I'll take that back. LiDAR is not stupid. LiDAR is actually pretty cool. But Luminar has been lying to everybody, in my opinion, over however long <laughs> they've been around. So Luminar says that our LiDAR sensors are going to lead to like basically self-driving cars. And I have a hard time believing that for lots of reasons. Not going to say that right now. But big controversy is that um, the border wall, right, the the wall that Orange Man Bad said that he was going to build um, got built, but it wasn't like a real wall. It was a wall of LiDAR towers. So what like, Border Patrol can do... there's some real wall, do, but the overall yeah, thing the wall that they is were the really tech trying wall. to build was the tech wall. It's yeah. basically, for the, the purposes of Border Patrol, it's like a super... Um, not a camera exactly, but it can pick out people from like very, very, very far away, so yeah, they can see people LiDAR, crossing. Right? And it's almost LiDAR. like not like an infrared thing, thermal scope from Call of Duty or whatever, but like it's that idea where it's like, oh, this shit stands out, yeah. like lasers and stuff. Yeah, and like, then they use AI to like, dope. This is an illegal person. But so they can like three D map. Yeah everything basically yep. and they can like see through walls yeah. right like yeah, that's what the book says they, they use this they use this stuff in a different this wasn't related to this but uh, uh this is how they found like the like lost cities in south america and yeah. stuff, that's think, cool where they're like flying over the mountains yeah, yeah that's a cool use that's but then what, what are I some said. of the yeah. other uses that you could do it what, what else could you do with it dante oh yeah you can catch people crossing the border illegally and you can also see into banks according to yeah yeah so there was a book um what was it called it was 1517 yeah 1517 and so this guy is his name is michael gibson he runs a fund called the 1517 project or fund or i don't know the exact word but 1517 and 1517 stands for that that's like the year supposedly that martin luther um, not Martin Luther King Jr. The Martin Luther, like the cat, is it Catholicism? No, it's Lutheranism. <laughs> they, like, broke off. I don't even know the religions, but Martin Luther was like a religious fundamentalist dude, and he nailed some shit to a, a, a wall thesis to the church in 1517, door. the year. Yeah, and so that's what it's based on. So these people, this guy's fucking insane. Not, I mean, Martin Luther, yeah, but the, the Michael Gibson guy who runs the 1517 fund, um, 
this guy like is like a religious fundamentalist who like wants to abolish public schools. So um, that's that's that fund, and he invested in Luminar and like the the lidar stuff that uh, Austin Russell and company are making, right? And so in that book, um, they were trying, they were showing off uh, some like one of their lidar sensors for an investor. <laughs> And so he was like a foreign investor from out of town. So they were like, oh, we got to like impress this guy because he's not going to be here again. And so they took them uh, in like the stealth mode van that Luminar loves to drive around in. It's like a Mercedes Sprinter. And um, yeah. And so they went outside the bank with one of their LIDAR things. And I'm 99 percent sure that in the book it was Jason Eichenholz, like the he was the co-founder and CTO with Austin. And in my opinion, the actually smart one with photonics. Another opinion I have is there's a rumor that he no longer works at Luminar anymore, but it's been kept under wraps because their stock's yeah. already so bad. Well, maybe that's just that a rumor. Would, rumor. Yeah, maybe that would affect their stock price and stuff. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. it would make it know. go even lower than it already is, and they wouldn't want to do and, that right now. And you wouldn't be able to take more money out then, right? Yeah. He already, oh, he's weird. already pulled out of Luminar. But whatever, that's <laughs> yeah. another story. Yeah, and continue. so they went outside of a bank. And so they were able to use the LIDAR and they could see into the bank, like into the bat. Like they could see, they could map the whole bank, including, I'm 99% sure it said through the vault. Like they could see into the fucking bank vault. They can map your house, essentially, right? Okay, so yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we, in Austin, where we hail from, we would (laughs) sit on the patio at night and hang out because it's, I don't know, just hanging out. And the fuck stupid cruise cars... The self-driving, dumb, self-driving cruise car Uber wannabes. That are now no more. At now least defunct. For right now. Yeah, they right now. they have pulled out, and we would watch them, and they have big lidar sensors on the top of the car. I'm like, okay, we know that it's not Luminar. We like we looked into that because that would have been funny. But you know, they're just driving around, like looking at the their like surroundings all day. With and it's like, what are they the doing? Time, right? Know? Like it's just weird. And so yeah, Luminar is technically not a defense contractor, but LiDAR has lots of applications and they do own some sub companies. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's like Black Forest Engineering, which is weird because that's um, the name of like some forest, forest in, in Germany, Germany and I haven't been able to dive too far into it, but that's a weird name of a company. We won't get too conspiratorial And then they have another here. one that's called Freedom Photonics which is another, another weird, weird name, name for, for a company. company. And they, I believe that those companies have or do actively do business with we found, the government. But I, We I found some government contracts under those subsidiaries or like some of their acquired companies. And so in our opinion, we believe that that's really their main source of business. And, and they know that like this, uh, this technology is not going to be actually able to be used in cars anytime soon. Because in my opinion, again... Um, I don't think they have the software ready. Like, I don't think these cars are driving themselves. No, this software is never going to be ready. It's it's impossible, and they are relying on the fact. And they don't have have a staff because the tech. They have like ten people working on this, right? (laughs) Like, like how many? How far has Tesla gone? Come in the last twelve years? It's always been mm -hmm. oh, self-driving is ready next week. Next week. How how many people crashing in the back of the semis and stuff have we have we had already? A good rule of thumb for like tech uh, earnings calls is if the uh, if what they say is the if it's software if they're building software and it's going to be done this year it's never going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's every job I've Dude, ever had. I, we've never all done these things. Yeah. 
Dude, all these, I think they're all just fake. <laughs> no, it's They all so don't many. do anything. So many of these companies are valued on ambitions. And I'm like, okay, I, fuck it, I'm worth 50 billion then. Because I am I have these great ideas and it's going to change the world. Like, so many of these companies really don't have anything to show for it. Besides maybe one element of something that they claim is revolutionary. And it's like, we got to... Dude, Silicon Valley investors and like venture capital funds is a whole other spiel I could get on. We'll do that another time. But yeah, no, let me bring it back to the timeline because that, that was good. That added a lot of color to uh, Austin Russell and Luminar Technologies, the company he runs. But yeah, what did you say? It was like uh, something about Germany? Yeah, something about uh, Germany during World War II. Um, yeah, we looked into their family tree, and I did some heavy research here. We have a whole uh, article on our website, hotgirlshavehobbies.com, if you want to read it and click the links and stuff. Um, but we did Nicole find... Oh, yes, that's the best soundbite. That's Roger saying Nicole is correct. Let's, let's hear it one more time. One, all right, we're going to be quiet now. Yeah. Nicole is correct. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That was, fun fact, that was Roger on live. That's when I um, uh, was in there with my, I was on my personal account, so it said my real name, and I I think I just, I was like, uh, I was messing with him a little bit. I think I said, everyone look up Roger Clay for all the, the newest updates on Roger Clay, and he was like, yes, Nicole is correct. I said, and then after that, he said, uh, yes, like, look, go to my website and go to my Instagram. I said, no, look it up on TikTok, because that's when we were like, we were ranking on every search term for it. And I was like, no, look him up on TikTok, guys. Because it was a bunch of young people in his live that had no idea what was going on. They turned on him quick. And yeah, they, they, those are my, those are my homies now. All right, so I we don't need to be just a great. Yeah, so imagine no one said example. anything, you know? Right. Exactly. Can I can I tell one quick story about the the one of the lives that we went into? Yeah. I don't think you were there for that, right? Like when we were like spamming No, when lives. we were like actively. That was before we went to Okay, yeah. cool. So I feel like I caught you guys right at the end of the Roger saga. Yeah. Okay. I think you so, added like, a couple updates towards the yeah. end, you know, when I first met you guys. So like I'm not going to tell the whole story about us th going into lives, but so what we did is he banned us, obviously, or he, he blocked us from his lives and stuff, right? So we had to, like, make burner accounts. And so we were doing that, but we'd make a burner. We'd go in. We'd get blocked. Eventually, Roger, like, blocked every every word. Every single, like, you couldn't type any words. That You could only do, like, smiley face emojis at one point. And then eventually he took all the emojis away. So the only thing you could do is, like, share the live. That's the only <laughs> thing that would always pop up. He couldn't, or, or donate him money, which we did donate him money a couple times, but only to prove <laughs> that we would donate to him and then he would block us. Sorry. It was like five I'm like five laughing. It's so funny. Anyway, so one time, we didn't plan this. It was just me and you and I think my sister. Yeah. And we, we had three accounts. We had FBI, um, we had Border Patrol, and CIA, CIA was the oh. other one. And so we made fake accounts like posing as them we went in there and we were like we know what you're doing we know what you're doing and then other people started joining in and then there it was like there was a gayer fbi and other like the u.s army and like national like, guard people, people started like piling in. in and then he ended the live it was awesome <laughs> uh, dude it's so yeah. good yeah we really had to get creative because he was so heavy on 
blocking anyone. Blocking Roger. Negative. Yeah, he was blocking Roger. He'd block anyone. He'd block any keyword. He would block anything just to keep everything looking sanitized and like nothing. Why would he so determined to go live? He's a. That's what we say. I think it's just because he's a narcissist. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I have like we can talk about this later, but I have a source that easy way to meet twenty twenty year olds. Yeah. Yeah, knows a lot about Roger, and he basically got divorced and needs attention. He's just he's a sad divorced dad. Yep, and he has but he like, does have plastic surgery. Which is a okay. weird pat. We do know that for sure. But we do know for a fact that he does have <laughs> some work done, which is okay, Roger. I want you to know that. Maybe he okay. wants to like live forever or something. I don't know. So does Peter. I, Speaking I mean, of Peter, I was gonna say maybe I, they might huh. be friends. How do we get to yeah. so Roger and Austin? So then Austin <laughs> and yeah. Pete, Peter Schmiel. So Austin Russell, the one that we mentioned. Uh, let's just repeat it again. Oh, That's, Michael Gibson, fifteen seventeen, Peter Thiel. That's the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, because Peter Thiel was in that same yeah. grouping of yeah. When you mentioned fifteen seventeen, that venture capital fund. Peter Thiel was also an initial investor in Luminar, and um, that is because uh, Austin Russell was a Thiel Fellow. So he was in the Thiel Fellowship, received 100K uh, from Peter Thiel to forego all morals and lose all integrity and drop out of college and, and work on your company for Peter. Pursue uh, endless financial gain on behalf of Peter Thiel. And, um, <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, Marvin Flood boy. yeah, maybe, allegedly, I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, I didn't even get yeah, to the family maybe. tree. Just, oh yeah. We keep getting on tangents. Okay. So one of the things we found, so, uh, Austin Russell and Roger Clay are both direct descendants of someone named Heinrich Ludwig Clyer. I'll spoil it for you guys. They're Nazis. Yeah, we're not going to go through the entire, <laughs> we're not going to go through all the research and how we got to each place, but at the end of the day, what it appears to be is that this company that um, was owned by their this would be Roger's grandpa or great grandpa grandpa i don't know whatever the family and the company no the company and the family was used as a uh, concentration camp during world war ii and then it was subsequently destroyed um to try to destroy evidence and so um this it was, was the deadliest concentration camp by like percentage rate. of fatality rate yeah yeah it was like a 99 fatality rate yeah, and so what does subcamp mean? Um, it was the Kotzbach subcamp. Um, I forget what it was a subcamp of, but I believe it's just kind of like a. I mean, I'm no history scholar, but from what we've is more. Um, it was like more of a forced labor camp where they. Oh used, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just at the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the factory made uh, what bikes and then cars and, and then, then uh, during, like and, and then, then they planes. transitioned into yeah, like what appears to be more just like uh, defense Military equipment. Stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. this company is called Adler Work. Yeah, I don't even know if we said it yet. Adler Work is the name of the company. Um, it obviously doesn't exist anymore. And what I found so interesting about this when I was looking into it was. 
not only the fact that it happened and how insane everything was that happened, but the fact that it was covered up for so long. So what I found in my research was that like, in so this this concentration camp was in Frankfurt, Germany. It that's what was also so weird about it. It was literally like in the city center because it was in this factory. And so many people did not know about this until it was like the 90s when people started like um campaigning for like historic sites and like memorials and I think like um like uh some like I don't know, just different forms of recognition of what had happened because different researchers and scholars had started uncovering things that were like, hey, guys, I think there was a concentration camp in fr the city center here in Frankfurt. And so now it actually like just opened in like, I want to say 21 or 22. It's um, there's now a museum and memorial open at the uh, the historic site of where Adler work was um and so I really hope I can get to that one day because I'm so after having done so much research oh, into we'll it that. like we'll field trip. yeah we are going but um ah Mr. Beast <laughs> jump oh, scare my but yeah no that um that like you, whole, you it's not even on Wikipedia you exactly. know like it's it's I was gonna you know, say it, Exactly. In the Western world, I guess, if you want to call it that, honestly, anywhere besides Germany, it appears, because most of the web pages are in German, too, that are like um, yeah. the book that was or it was like a research report slash book that was written that um, we translated a bunch of it and like contacted the people. Um, but they're all everyone's in Germany. It really seems like it's only starting to become common knowledge in Germany which means like no one else even knows about this at all. And it is so crazy that it is directly tied to Austin Russell and Roger Clay. Like they are direct monetary beneficiaries of that family. Like Roger Clay's dad is the grandson of the founder of the company. And we know for a fact that there were like that people were on the board of directors and like that people carried on this like the company through the Wait, family. How World War II ended and all of the Nazis died. How could this be? Oh, right? No, no, because... Uh, That's the, where we learn about no, rap No, no, the Inglorious Bastards all... No, the Inglorious Bastards took oh, care yeah, of Quentin them Tarantino all. Oh, yeah, Quentin Tarantino did it. It was all Brad done. Pitt, and they're all gone. Their, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. Their Jew got them. So then, yeah, one of the super interesting things that we found in their family tree, uh, beyond the obvious concentration camp, was the fact that it appeared that they... Can uh, I say something funny about uh, Adler work real quick? I had a Sure, 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 sure. Um, they, they uh, <laughs> Adler work, fun fact, uh, they made a vehicle that was called, if you, I posted it in chat if you want to look at it, uh, but is the Adler uh, Trump Jr., T-R-U-M-P-F, and I, I don't know if there's, it's just a funny, it's, it's funny. It's just a fun fact. My, it's, funny. it's a coincidence. It's, this is all it's, satire education. It's just how you spell I Trump in like German. It. I don't like that. No. I don't, we yeah, have, we want to say we haven't found anything like that points it to Donald Trump's That's family, just but that we it's think just a weird, weird, if you're German and you're watching this and you want to tell me why it's called mm -hmm. that, I'd love to know. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that are close, and I won't doubt until you know I have proof otherwise. So. Yeah, I won't say it's fact, but exactly. I'll point it out. I'll say it's pretty it's weird. It's just it's some just weird. like a coincidence. Yeah, I point out weird it's things all the time. No, no, no. It's 
it's interesting. Yes, it is an interesting thing that we want to point out. Sorry, you were gonna make a point, and I had to tell about I the Trump. I can't even remember. Um, what was I saying? Oh, oh, uh, beyond, yeah, the, the rat lines we were getting oh, to. Yeah. We found some uh, immigration documents that uh, seem to uh, imply that members of this family uh, got out of... Uh, they skibbity-daddled. Skibbity-doo, skibbity-toileted their way oh, to... I wish we had that sound effect. Like the Scooby-Doo run. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, from everything we've seen, it does appear that they took a well-documented uh, rat line through South America, and it um, it's very concerning <laughs> when, you, uh, when you really put all the pieces together. And like I said, we don't have to go through all the details right now because, oh my gosh, we have been yapping. But anyway, if, moral of the story if it does appear that they, yeah, they, they traveled a rat line and uh, Peter Thiel might be involved because there was an alias that could or may or may not be his father uh, before he popped up in the U.S. that was traveling with members of the Clyer family at a very minimum. Might be related, might just be business buds. Well, might be oh, I don't yeah. know. Interesting. One thing, wait, you do know something about his dad, though, for real, though, right? Yeah, yeah. There is some documented stuff about Klaus Thiel. Is that his, that was his name, right? Klaus? Yeah, no, Peter's dad, he ran a, uh, a mineral mine in South Africa during apartheid. Yes. And they fled. Oh, they did leave Germany. I don't know if you said this, uh, but uh, they left Germany yeah. when Whoa. Peter was one year old in 19, I think, 44, 45, which was, if you didn't know... That's when all the Nazis died at the end of World War II. Oh. So they uh, they died and went to America, I guess. <laughs> so then they came to the U.S., right? They went to Cleveland, Ohio. Stop. Dead serious. Went to Cleveland for some oh. fucking stupid reason. One of the worst. Just kidding. Cleveland's kind of cool. It's like Detroit. But, um, yeah, they went to Cleveland, and then his dad's a big hotshot uh, German engineer who went and ran, I believe, was this one the uranium? Yeah, it was a uranium mine. Uh, which I believe uh, eventually led to, I don't remember which other countries, but it was the uh, uranium <laughs> that was used uh, to give South Africa nukes. So, And Israel, it was Israel and no. Iran. And <laughs> yeah, no, Never. When he, it wasn't? I don't, no, no. I, Israel's uranium. This is satire. No, it, but yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> never, um, no, they would never. Yeah, do so that. that's Klaus, and um, also there's this is unrelated. And he had a nickname, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. What the, was it? His nickname was the Gestapo. Yeah, and we didn't give him that nickname. What? That was what his his coworkers would call him mm-hmm. at the diamond mine or the emerald or the why, uranium mine. <laughs> No, Elon Musk was, was the emerald mine. You're Elon was an emerald. Yeah. And why was that? Why did they? Because he walked why did around they call like because he was. I think a, he just gave that vibe, Nazi, dude. <laughs> <I don't>, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a quote from. Uh, I think it was someone who worked with him. I can't remember the exact quote, and it, it was like it was yeah. like one of his but like not buddies, but like one of his equals, right? Like. And I hate, like, another white guy from South Africa who worked in the mine and was, like, he'd walk around like the Gestapo. So it was, like, funny to them. But it... Chummy. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe I get. And I don't think that other guy's a Nazi, I'm pretty sure. But he, you know, 
he's he was like, "Yep, that's the Gestapo, Peter Thiel's dad." Yeah. And and yeah. speaking of Thiel's, the last thing I'm going to say is this is unrelated, obviously, but there is uh, there's some other there's another Thiel, and uh, there's another uh, the FBI in during World War II arrested and eventually executed. I think it was they like say. seven of them. Yeah, they say. Uh, seven Allegedly Nazi saboteurs, and this this is like this is just like this was in Time magazine, or whatever <laughs> Life magazine or whatever. I don't know. And um, dude, don't even say they didn't. They, <laughs> they, these Nazis showed up in a submarine with bombs in Florida. And were gonna, they were gonna like destroy American infrastructure, and one of them was last name Teal. And in my opinion, he looks like him. Was yeah, and his brother, right? There was this teal, and then there was another then teal. There was like a Herbert the, teal. Herbert or teal was a chemist, I think. He was a Nazi chemist or chemical engineer or no. something. Wait, he was a member of the. He was. I don't know if they're related to Peter, but it's weird. It's weird. Now I know that Austin isn't a defense contractor, right? Yeah. But Peter Teal is. Peter Peel. Peter Peel. Tell me this: Is Peter Peel a defense contractor? Um, you know, not not technically. Not really. He technically isn't, but is he the oh, beneficiary? Like yeah, is he the isn't beneficiary of a ton of defense contractors? And is is he the beneficiary of when there is any sort of chaos anywhere? Yes. Tell us, Dante. Yeah, Peter Peter Peel. Um, so <laughs> my my background. Wait, Dante, am I not? Am I? Not, should I not be saying this stuff? Saying what? Should, like, no, no. Let's say it all. We can say we can. Well, this is you want if, if, if you're like nudging me not to say that. No, no, no. 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 You're good. <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay. My thing well, is like we, if this goes guys, on. Guys, guys, let me just level set again. We can say anything because this is educational comedy, and most of it's satire. Honestly, we're just kind of goofing around. Because like, what is the CIA oh, gonna do? Knock yeah, our door down? Come on, dude. Come on. gonna come kill us? Are you gonna hang myself and shoot myself in the head? I mean, everyone here knows that none of us would ever find ourselves in a situation like that, right? I'm in a great mental headspace. No, no, I would tell everyone... Um, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Tell um, us about no, about here. I'm just saying, like, deal. we can edit this part out. Like, <laughs> we can edit anything out. No, keep it so, in. So, like, if it's going to go on YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, no, right? Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Wait, but yeah. Let me just let me know if I if I do something like that though. Yeah, I'm just we'll, making sure. We'll keep, I don't we'll even know what you're talking about. We'll yeah. But it's comedy yeah. anyway, it's so fine. it's fine. So we, what was I? Ta- who was I talking about? Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Peter oh yeah. Peter. 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 My Peter. background with Ishmi Prashmeel is um. So I've worked <laughs> in tech for a while, right? You know, that's that's what I'm classically trained in. <laughs> classically trained. I'm classically <laughs> trained in working fake jobs in the office and getting free lunch, right? Like Hell it's yeah. it. It's great until you know what's going on, you know? And then once you, I think once you figure out why, why I'm able, like once I figured out why I was able to just study for interviews, right? Mm -hmm. So I studied really hard for interviews, did well in the interviews, and then I got jobs and none of the jobs I ever had ever required you to do anything. Lots of people did a lot of stuff because they felt like they wanted to get promoted or whatever, but you don't really have to do that. That's just like, that's an unethical life hack, depending on who you ask. And... (laughs) Yeah, so Peter Thiel, I have actually interviewed. At, I interviewed at Palantir one time, and is oh dude, fuck, you guys are CIA. <laughs> fuck. 
No, and so th- bro, what I'm oh my say god, is it was a starting to admit it. Of all the other interviews, I had lots of good interviews when I, I dude, I interviewed with like 25 places. Like I I really I interviewed a lot of places. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It was I'm just, just I looked up the we have an inside joke, guys. We have an inside joke that we each are CIA agents and yeah. that we're going to like all this stuff is going to be on like the court transcripts in the future, you know. Our oh. group message is going to go crazy on a court projector. <laughs> dude, they're going to the people are going to eat it content up. for days oh, dude so much content. <laughs> hell yeah all right sorry Anyways, Dante. So this yeah, was a few years ago and so i interviewed palantir and the reason i did that is because i was interviewing with another uh tech company right and i heard that palantir had a really similar uh interview to what that other company had so i wanted to like do a practice round um, but I like from the time Lightly that I applied, story. I, I'm serious from the time that I applied, I I've always sure. known that Peter Thiel is like a demon. I just didn't quite know why. I just knew that this guy was like kind of bad news. Right. Same thing with like, yeah. I have a friend who's, uh, in tech as well. And he, um, he in college got like, he went through the final round of the Palantir interview and they like wined and dined him, like took him to like, it was like a five, $600 meal per person there were 20 people there and these these weren't even for people who like got offers these were for people who were on the final round and he never ended up getting an offer um but like they really try to sell you and like get you to drink the kool-aid even more so i think than like the googles and amazons and facebook and stuff um and they pay really well and the reason that they can do that and so palantir is this company that peter Thiel. Um, Peter Thiel started this company after he made a metric fuck ton of money selling PayPal with Elon Musk. So like they're buddies from South Africa. Right. And um, so uh, Peter runs this company, Palantir, or started this company. They both like diversity and like, yeah, yeah. love it. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. equal opportunity, (laughs) equal opportunity to have an island with no laws. Yep. That's what they want. And so, uh, Peter started this company, Palantir, and Palantir, um, it got its initial funding from a three-letter agency. Hello, how you doing? And uh, that, so that's the initial funding. And Peter has lots of uh, his, like, family ties, right? They go back to, like, I, which it was one of the defense contractors. It was, like, Northrop Gun- Grumman or uh, one of those huge defense contractors that, like, makes planes and missiles, right? Like, um, Peter's like got, he's super deeply connected into all of that. That's like a, where a lot of his family money is and you know, it, it all kind of tracks. Right. And, um, what was the point I was going to make? Peter is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think no, that kind of, I mean, that and, gives us Oh, a Palantir, the last thing, sorry, yeah. I got on a tangent because I had to clarify so many like, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so Palantir <laughs> is, um, they were given money by the CIA's, like, venture capital firm, which, it's funny that, the, I just, it's funny that the CIA, the CIA have a, have a venture, venture capital firm? firm is literally in, intertwined. I mean, why did they sell crack firm? in the fucking 80s and 90s? Yeah, yeah. so what happened? Yeah, we, we have a lot of they, questions they for them. Fund, Allegedly. They gotta fund their clandestine, like, weird ops that they're doing, where they're, yeah. like, controlling our entire media, and or just, like, doing war wherever they please, because, mm-hmm. no, who's gonna tell them no, you know? They it's haven't like, been stopped yet, so they could just keep on doing Oh, out. you're gonna it's be like, so oh yeah, fifteen years ago we dark. did do that crazy thing. Like, oh, we did do that. We did do that. And you know, it's like everyone needs to start thinking, what are they doing now? Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, this is why this kind of stuff is important, guys. You are gonna be you so know? pissed when you find out what Palantir what? does. 
So, Dude, do not tell me. Don't tell me that something nefarious. So yeah, oh, so no. Peter's a fucking dork, and I mean that, and I I can mean I'm a dork. Nicole's a dork. You're a dork. A dork. But I mean, dork in the Peter's a dork way. in the most nefarious way. Like I am, I'm being, I'm slant, not slant. <laughs> I'm calling Peter a dork, we and I'm not never, being. We would never. We would never. No, slander. I say things that I believe that they're right, you know, and um, Peter is a dork and he loves the Lord of the Rings, like every single alleged Nazi of all time. And um, so Palantir from the Lord of the Rings is, correct me if I'm wrong, I've never seen those movies because I think they're kind of stupid, but um, the Palantir is like the crystal ball. You can see anything with the Palantir. Yeah, That's yeah. Where he gets the name. I, I mistakenly thought it was the eye thing, but it's not that. It, it is, is like, like the thing eye. that allows you to, yeah, it's yeah. the seeing eye. So Palantir is just private surveillance software and yeah. they they um so think think about this right here right who buys palantir we know we know there's a big story in like 2018 this is a fact they're used what? by ice the one that we're putting Bro. kids in cages wait the people who have like uh, unfettered access to everyone's home within 100 miles of the every border in, of america the so that's that yeah. the yes the ones that we are probably in border palantir yeah we oh, got we, in we, we probably are in palantir you are being under arrest with the false um, with oh, the false I wish I could play. Let's see um, they I... reported false shit and they put it in there i'm not going to say what they said they put in there but it was not true it was a it was a fucking lie <laughs> You gotta tell me off camera. I'll tell you bro. off camera. They literally, like, I asked, "What'd you put in the system?" Because they took a photo of us and fingerprinted us, and they were a little too Dude, I'm my girlfriend. And they were. They took my picture and they. I asked, "What'd you say? You, what'd you put in?" And they they told me what they entered into the system for why they arrested us, and it was, uh, I will say, also, it was such a blatant lie. And also, we did not find it, it, it out. It doesn't matter. If they wanted to do that, it wouldn't matter. They really could have just been like, could have, yeah, We could have never been seen again. No. And, and nobody like, would have had a reason. We did not find this is out until way later. Like, we did not know what was happening at the time or when we left. We had to call and, like, demand to speak to someone. At 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. Because we're still driving home. Because we were both, like, terrified being, like, like what did they arrested us what does it mean like what is in their system like what they haven't even told us anything like they just said you're free to go and they never looked at nicole's id well they did after like go watch the video on this page because it's horrifying it's i can't even imagine nicole if you were there alone but like nicole filming while they're like frisking dante and literally if they just decided right then that it was over and they would like wanted to put them away forever they, w- they, they would have done nothing so no, here's goes, why one thing, goes, you're under arrest yeah <laughs> one thing that saved me was it was over the fact that i had a lawyer at the time um i still have a lawyer i'm i'm always claiming my legal team i they they're always behind me and no one should ever mess with me and my legal team we are lawyered the fuck up. Um, but anyway, I, I, yeah, I was like, I want immediately. I was just like, snap it into like, and his, I'm not gonna. Smart. Don't Can immediately I... disrespect people in quote positions of authority. It, it they were no. I think that checkpoint is bullshit. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be I a dickhead to the border patrol agent no. just because he's a border patrol agent when I'm just trying to get through the checkpoint. But it was like they. I was so genuinely confused. Fucking started it. So and I want to say one more thing it. about this stupid arrest. Yeah, yeah, we gotta move on. We we're, do gotta move on. So... This is a fucking two-hour episode. I don't care. And so it's the first episode. <laughs> There's no visuals. We're just talking. If yeah. you watch this, you're gonna watch everything else. But what I'm gonna say 
is that if you can't see my eyes, they are blue. If you can't see my hair, it's blonde, right? It's just a fact. And I want to say that when I, I, at no point did I ever feel like I was like in danger. And that's fucking crazy to say. Like in hindsight, I realize it. But at the time, I'm like, this is, this is fucking stupid. And the reason that I can say that is because my eyes are blue and my hair is fucking blonde. And I can, I can, I can laugh at the border patrol agent in his Mm -hmm. face because of that. And she can film way longer than anybody else would enable the film. And And I know that like, if literally anybody else was separated, they would feel like not safe because the guy's got a fucking gun on his hip and no one to check it. And guys, I think that that, I think that's why they let you go is because you pushed back. They don't. You can tell that he it like doesn't happen that often, and he wasn't. I don't think he was expecting they were you so guys. To push back. They were. They were fluffed. Yeah, and and like every people need to know their rights and stuff. Like, you don't need to get frisked everywhere you go and stuff. Like, you shouldn't have to give that bodily autonomy up and stuff. Like, you should have rights because, you know, this stuff is a slippery slope. Like. You know, they literally could have just threw them in jail and yep. there would have been no recourse, nothing. No, they could you have know? said whatever they wanted. That they do did, do that. Or that whatever reason they wanted that, like, we were a danger and we would have had no control over the story. Because if they threw us in jail, you have, you're suddenly powerless. You and know? within 100 miles Especially of the border, you have, country. you need to know you have fewer rights. Like, you, 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 you just, do. they can literally walk into your house. They can like search your car. They don't need a reason. They can just say a dog's and so, so now you're saying that the ICE, the, they get to have access to everyone's, like, what is this Palantir doing? It's seeing stones? Oh, yeah, Palantir. Seeing into- Palantir knows it's all. Like, it's computer software. They can just, like, it's like a giant searchable graph. And when I say graph, I mean, like, every, it's, like, connected people and connected, like, entities. Big database, basically. It's a big database that lets you track shit. Oh. People and their what, like all their search history and like their phone numbers uh, and their I address. I don't know. Like any surveillance videos. They use stuff? data Probably. to Who build conclude. Like they, they literally say like I think their whole thing is like we use data to show people stuff. Like that's like the vibe I get. And it's like oh, yeah, like no, that's awesome. Like but also, like, like are you helping companies? Or are you helping like federal law enforcement and like local yeah. police stations and stuff? It, and I just, I don't know like, what data they like, use. And I don't think anybody, the IDF, I think they have a right to know what data opinion, they're using. I think Seriously, the IDF dude. uses Palantir in my Wait, opinion. I heard, I heard a big AI thing that uh, the other day about the IDF that they have, what is it called? It's called the gospel and it's an AI that decides where to shoot bombs at, at yeah. children. Yeah, and there's and something else. Wait, who? I mean, who would have like developed something like that? Yeah, who may have been like in? You know, talk about it. Talk um, about it later. <laughs> yeah, what I know about it right now, off the top of my head, to just to give a teaser is like there's there's also this company called Clearview AI. Um, and they have, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but it's essentially like clear defense, like clear it, they, they specifically have a sect that's for defense and they advertise that they like are used in Ukraine or something or for something of the Ukraine, Russia war. And, um, I'll try not to get off on too big of a tangent cause that could derail me. Uh, <laughs> lots of thoughts on that one. But essentially, Clearview AI, that is also something connected to Peter Thiel that I believe he was a, a investor in, something like that. Uh, but that is 
potentially part of what's being used as well. I am not claiming anything, but I know that so much of this technology is also, uh, it's just all very connected to like Silicon Valley and all of those people because a lot, it goes back to what we've said, like even about Mr. Beast too. It's like so many of these people are willing to sell out in the like most detrimental way possible, which is just like, stopping caring about how any of this affects anything on a larger scale or large or long term I should say in exchange for money and for their own uh notoriety and influence and wealth or their weird like twisted worldview like I want to know that I, I the guy who has seeing stones into everyone's technology and homes and all this stuff I want to know that he isn't related to a Nazi. Yeah. Or if I, I he is. Uh, or he or he's about it. Exactly. <laughs> he's yeah, you gotta talk about it. It's exactly I think yeah, it's you gotta about. talk You can be like, related to a Nazi. I wanna say I that. I need to know that. That's not I need to know that no matter how. But you gotta you yeah, gotta condemn you gotta condemn sometimes people. Yeah we gotta condemn we love condemning and, and when not. weird things keep popping up and stuff it makes you think maybe Maybe he hasn't repented, hmm. you know? You hear weird weird stuff all over. It's like, oh, the blood boys, and you're like, ha, giggle, ha, 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 that's so funny. I have very valid reasons to believe like, that. Oh, where he, he funds Gawker, or the funds Hulk Hogan's lawsuit against Gawker, and, and removes one of the biggest, like, celebrity gossip sites that isn't, like, bought and paid and run by a, you know, one of the giant media companies, you know? Yep. So it's a, a dissenting voice, so... Yes. I'm sorry. I don't care what you think about Gawker. A, their articles were hot, and B, a world without them sucks, dude. Yeah. And everyone, no matter what your opinions are, you should want a world where Gawker can exist because when there's no more dissenting voices anymore, it, it's like free for all. Yeah, bad like, shit happens, and everything that's not bad is boring. Yeah, because it's all just planted, and every, yeah. every like, go try to watch a fucking Marvel movie, and it sucks. Dude. You watch so many of the T channels and stuff. So many of my girlies, my PR girlies, my marketing girlies, they all understand everything. They understand when an article is placed out, they they go, ooh, something's coming. Yep. You know, they can read it. We're, we're all post-advertising. We're all, like, post, uh, you know falling for this propaganda and shit because we we were born in it you know like we can recognize it and we use receipts we you know we need to see our receipts and stuff to prove to each other and stuff in real life so you're gonna come up to me with all these busted ass shit you know like so we have a better sense of it and we're not falling for it anymore and that's why i think that gen z and stuff are able to make uh if you make you know if you make a 9-11 joke and it's funny enough there's a there's a special No one's going to be mad about it cuz <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's oh, the yeah. matrix is the autopilot pocket funny matrix. We'll teach you about that later. <laughs> Can I go back to the timeline cuz otherwise I'm yeah, sorry. never going to make it to Mr. Beast. And I just really No, I was I've been trying to get it. No, I, I feel like we're time. so far. We're so far. Oh. We we got through like Peter oh, Peter yeah. Peel. Oh, we are so we oh, made it Oh, I can it finish so this up much. quick. I can finish this one up quick. So then, yeah. right? Peter Thiel, right? Tell your story for a second. I just need to go 10-1 real go. quick. Keep going, though. Rip piss. All right. So, wait, he's going to the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. So, from 
Peter Thiel, how do we get to how do we get to Mr. Beast? And this is going to be quick. So there was this Forbes deal. I'll call it the Forbes deal. But what, what, what was going on is that Austin Russell, right, our buddy from before Peter Thiel, uh, Austin Russell was trying to buy Forbes uh, with the help of a bunch of shady money, including some like Russian oligarchs, Tony Robbins, who's a scam artist, and just generally bad. And then eventually, right, they said they were going to buy it, and the, 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 the investors and the board of directors were announced. And who was on the board? bunch of people uh basically they were just all peter i'm not going to go into who they were but they were just all somehow uh, connected to peter Thiel via like a legitimate connection in business or something right so it was like venture capital stuff or like peter invested in their company oops or whatever right and lo and behold who's on the fucking board of directors of forbes mr beast we had been trying so hard to get this like this met like this hey guys this forbes deal is bullshit and it shouldn't happen we've been trying so hard to get people interested in that for so long but we just couldn't do it because austin russell is such a boring insufferable human being mm-hmm. no one cares about him no one wants to listen to him which no might be by design but what i'm saying is that them giving us mr beast on the forbes deal to well. be like yo you're gonna make mr beast the face of the uh, russian oligarch owned Forbes, I'm going to use that for clickbait and people are going to watch our videos. And yeah, so that's how we got to Mr. Beast and that's how we started looking into Mr. Beast. He was on the Forbes board yeah. and there's a lot of shady stuff there that we'll talk about eventually. But Yeah, then we then we got down a whole Mr. Beast rabbit hole, went in his family tree, found out his all of his apartheid business stuff. connections. Bada bing, bada boom, the rest is Pri- history. Mom was a prison warden, we think. Yeah. I think. No, she said that. That is confirmed. She a was for-profit a for-profit pr- prison warden? Yes, in Germany. That's worse than a cop. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, fun fact, remember all that other stuff I said about Frankfurt? So this is, once again, we don't know. This might just be a weird coincidence. I don't know. But um, Mr. Beast's apparent father, so this would be uh, Sue, his mother's first uh, husband, he uh, was born in Frankfurt, according to the document I found, uh, their marriage document or something on Ancestry. I got it all cited in the article. but popping up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just weird. It's weird that the same places keep popping up over and over again. And yeah, I don't, it's just all, that's why we're talking about it. Because I feel like the reason why it feels so murky and confusing is because a lot of times there's, there's missing pieces and the missing pieces is, is because someone's not saying something or some information is being hidden. And I feel like if I mean, what's happened so far that this is what happened with the Roger stuff. I mean, as we started talking about it, we were able to get sources and get pieces of information that then helped us connect some of these dots. And it's kind of just I mean, that's how we then decided, at least me, start, you know, really pursuing like investigative journalism and like independent journalism because we realized the power of a good yap and how we can keep, you know, piecing these things together if we all talk and aren't afraid to talk about certain people like Peter Thiel online and aren't afraid of the beastie boys coming after us because we're talking about their Lord and Savior. If we kind of stop caring about that and just yap, then maybe we can connect all these dots and some of these people are accountable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, because the people who are like fans of Mr. Beast and stuff, if you are, man, you should be, you should want to know this right? because if there's like an ulterior motive to showing you, like, you know, putting a butt, a tank in a hole or whatever, you know, if it, you, you should want to know that because it's, it's not right to like control people and stuff. Yeah, you're and you're you're smarter than that. You're not a dummy. You're you can't. They can't take your free will from you, man. <laughs> right. I wish the soundboard was working because I I was just trying to click the. I just bought this train and put it in this pit over there. I really wanted to play it, but you guys got it anyway. <laughs> anyway. I just said I just threw that ten thousand children. I just bought well. this train. I just uh, bought. <laughs> okay, we're done. So, um. What was in it? Oh, okay. So this is the last thing about Mr. Beast. Yeah. Um, I got a tip, the tip tipperoni from. I'm not gonna say anything about the tip, uh, but the part of the tip it seems credible. It seems like a good tip. I'm not gonna uh, say this is a fact, but what one of the things that I got in the tip. There's a lot more, but one of the funny things from the tip that I got is that uh, apparently Mr. Beast and Elon Musk are on a texting basis, in, of according to the tip. I'm not going to report that as fact. But. Dude, but the world is so much smaller than everyone thinks. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's really like a thousand people at the top yep. who are all who all either work for the CEO of some company or they're a CIA agent yeah. or... It's not that many what, people. Another politician. All it's really like... It's not that many people. people. And then I'll go next segment. But it's really it's really not that many people. Yeah. Uh, next segment. And so um, we're not going to elaborate at all. And yeah. so um, this one just says Darren runs a cult, allegedly, but that's a false alarm. <laughs> yeah, tell this story. This okay. was a funny false tip that we got, but it was from someone well-intentioned that accidentally just messed up a little bit, and we thought it was so funny. So, so there was, I got a DM. <laughs> I told you this yesterday. So I got a DM from someone on TikTok, and they were helping with something I don't want to give too much information, but there was a family member having a problem, older family member having a problem. They were helping out. And what they found was there, it was, this, it was a guy named Darren, right? Um, running basically, it was like a Tony Robbins esque cult type thing, like an MLM, but like, Dude, why did these same people keep popping and up? And I'm telling you, know? you like, like this, this, this old person who was having health problems, like, serious health problems like shouldn't even be on the like i don't know like it was just like someone that should not be taken advantage of and like yeah. it was it was really fucked up and so maybe i'll look into this cult later even though this is not darren margolius director of beast philanthropy who looked at my girlfriend's linkedin profile <laughs> because she wrote an article about jim jam and so the the point here is that this this uh this person who messaged me was sending me documents she emailed me some stuff from the the cult run by darren and it to be fair it it's a guy who looks a little bit like darren and so what she said it, these are her words she said oh my god i was being racist they looked the same and this was really funny because it was an asian woman so she was saying that like all white guys look the same and i was like no it's only <laughs> fair. They kind of did look the same, they though. They kind of... Okay, so false alarm. Yeah. Because well, what happened is she was, like, going through some shit. This guy named Darren, who's, like, this crazy... She just said psychopath eyes, right? And so then 
It's dude, watch it is the same. Right. What if we accidentally he's just using a different last name? And so Dan, we, have, we haven't dude, done what, she just said it was yeah. psychopathized and then like that day my TikTok showed up on her for you page because she's like into true crime or whatever. And so yeah, I think it's really funny that then she clarified. She's like, No, no, no. I just my bad dog. And but I still am interested in that cult. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So yeah. false flag. Darren isn't. Darren, yeah. Darren Margolius isn't running. He a cult. doesn't run a cult, but he does have a father who did real it. estate in South well, Africa in the seventies. Dude, 80s. if you mention South Africa one more time, I'm gonna flip my fucking yeah, shit. Me I'm gonna lose too. It. There's a lot go. of common connections. South there. Africa was like. Not and like Germany, Brazil Africa, too, Germany. right? Yeah, in Brazil. South Africa just, like, they really did the apartheid thing, like, really structured. Well, and did, did you like, guys... Really... Guys, after World War II... Oh, go ahead. No, it's just, it, I'm going to forget. Did you guys see, it was uh, It was recently in regards to uh, um, what's happening in Gaza right now, um, South Africa, I don't, I don't remember where I saw this, so, you know, we'll fact check this, but it was essentially, like, people... Uh, serving in the IDF or people with dual citizenship in Israel and South Africa that are serving there right now in what we think is uh, a genocide in our opinion. Um, Whoa, what light just went off? And like the world? That's okay, that means wrap it up. But essentially that they could face... I don't know, some sort of consequences. And it it really made an alarm bell go off, though, for me, because I was like, wait, yeah, why are there's, there's a, there's a lot of, pe- I mean, I know we have a, tr- trust me, this is a whole other thing. Like, we got a lot of Americans that are uh, over there doing some shit, too. But, like, a lot of South Africans with dual citizenship that seem to dip to Israel once uh, their South African apartheid fairy tale land was gone. Um, oh, and that's just that my opinion. Like, oh boy, that was in like the '90s, right? Yeah, yeah. When after, so guys, get this. If anyone's watched any of my videos, Cat Dad's videos, uh, I talk about Alan Dulles a yeah. lot, right? And Alan Dulles decided to, because he worked at the behest of capital and the banks, and he is one of the people who helped make the rat lines and the rat lines went through brazil and saved a whole lot of nazis and brought them to america in many different ways there was operation paperclip where they just legit brought them over and they said hey this is Werner von braun he's going to be the leader of nasa now yep. for the next 20 years he's gonna take us to the moon and we're gonna we're gonna worship him as a hero Here's and klaus hill He's gonna yeah, get his chair be on display at the NASA museum to this fucking day, like uh, and yeah, and here's Klaus Teal, and we're gonna let Klaus Teal's son, who has a lot of weird opinions about diversity and women and stuff, uh, and blood boys and things like that, but you know, like I, this stuff is important. It is, <laughs> yeah, and I think. That's why it's important that we, you know, we keep our we keep our eyes peeled, and I think that leads us perfectly into uh, what I'll I'll call our closing segment today: because Fed the flags. Light yeah, our, our light died, so that's our. I mean, we're we're almost at two hours. We're yapping. We'll we can release it as like a two-parter. True. Yeah. But yeah, Fed flags. We're gonna insert uh, intro song here. 
Well, should we? Yeah. Fed flags. flags. Should we do like our overarching theory that we think that like everyone is a motherfucking? Yeah, yeah. So let's introduce. Yeah, let's introduce the segment. So what was this? Cat Dad, tell us. Tell us how this idea was kind of birthed. Fed flags. Well, just that. The more and more that we research and figure stuff out, and I feel like this whole Israel saga has proven a lot in that. That is that if you are on the side of Israel right now, you're either eating the propaganda up or possibly you're doing it because you're part of like a program where you need to con- you're helping to control the narrative on the media where you uh, you agree with the president and stuff. And, and you have millions of followers and you, like, share, you know, mm-hmm. you share your opinion and you suggest that other people listen. Yeah. Uh, and the media shows you that over and over and over again. You know, that could have an effect on you. Yeah. And so that's, right? yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, kind of what we said earlier in the episode, it's like, you know, we call people feds a lot. Sometimes we're joking. Sometimes we're serious. But it really just means, like... Someone that is either, you know, they could be, they could be a CIA psyop looking at you, Mr. Beast. That's a joke, allegedly. But, you know, they could also just be perpetuating um, the narrative from what we'll call the feds, the real feds. Yeah, they're saying what the feds want them to say. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the DNC or the Democrat, you know, the Democrats and stuff. Because in that, that article this week on the, uh, uh, what is the intelligencer or whatever? Mm-hmm. The one about the Biden campaigns being yeah. super like lackadaisical right now. Mm-hmm. Like they admit in this article that they are basically paying influencers to spread their word. And that's basically what they're depending on to get their message out to everyone right now because they're they're not scared at all about what's going on. They said, hey, we've got a billion dollars and we're going to put it all in advertising. And by next November, you guys are going to be saying, let's go, Joe. I think you it's know? funny it's- because adver- – like, literally, I think someone said it earlier, but like I've, I've personally – and I know this is not true for everybody. I've never clicked through an ad and bought something. And I think ads Ever. don't work. And I think that we made up a bunch of metrics to oh. act like they work way better than they do. Well, and I think they do thing. They do work. work. Some t- advertising is important, but for digital boomers. ads are fucking stupid. No, I mean, that's a very they don't work for valid point. Like analytics on like even looking at just like socials, analytics were developed for advertisers. It was to sell advertisers on ad on advertising on their platform like maximum exactly ads. they want to show these advertise look no you're getting some sort of return we can prove that eyeballs on this made this happen like you know like they all those metrics are used to sell advertisers and, on buying and what do we keep finding out after like the first years a couple of years of like the you know the facebook video push remember that when they were they were handing out fat stacks to influencers and stuff Mm -hmm. they were saying hey come on our platform get off youtube come over here make us content and they were paying fat for the ads and then after like two years of that we come to find out that they're counting every single person who scrolls past a video no matter if they look at it or not Mm -hmm. you know so they're lying to juice their numbers you know yeah they're just like the police, like juicing their stats, you know. Because the more the more numbers they say, they they can say that to the advertisers. Hey, yep. hey, t- check it out! I got a, a a quintillion people saw this, and you're like, 
bro, there's not that many people, you know, but they're like, they, they can just way. lie. Yeah. And, and we figured that we found that out a couple of years afterwards. You know, it's always we find it out. We find it out 30 years after. Oh, the things you guys were saying was happening at the time. Oh, it definitely was happening. We did do that, you know, so. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because of that. Oh, yeah, Fed, fed flags. flags. Yeah, I was going to loop this back <laughs> to Fed flags. So when we say a Fed, we don't necessarily mean a Fed. We mean that they're pushing talking points that the Feds would want them to say. If they were a Fed, they would be saying this stuff, right? Yep. So um, and we, the Fed can be an, uh, a Fed of any government. So yeah, it can so be, tell us who our can, first Fed is. And the until they prove themselves otherwise. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, I think that... Uh, the Midwestern Marks, Eddie Liger, Ed Wrestling Ed, um, and he's soon approaching new nicknames, which we will get into later. Um, he's a content creator who claims to be a Marxist, and I do believe that he has read Marxist theory, but I'm not necessarily sold on the fact that he truly is a Marxist. Um, he's taking weird sides with some weird people, like this guy named Jackson Henkel, who's a fucking dork, by the way, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and I'll talk about Jackson Henkel real quick if you don't know who that is. Um, Jackson Hinkle has been grifting for a long time. He was a, supposedly, he used to be like a lefty influencer grifter, but he realized there's no money in that, obviously. And then he moved. Because there is no money in it. Yeah, and then he became That's a why Nazi. That's why you guys can trust us. We're not making any money. I haven't made a single penny yeah, off of any Nazi. content. Jackson <laughs> a Nazi, oh, yeah, and now he's, uh, he's supposedly, he's a MAGA communist, which I'm not, no, we're not breaking that down. We're just going to say that doesn't ideas. make sense and He's a move MAGA on. communist and Ed Liger, no, the wrestler, wrestling Ed, who's a wrestler, is really good at wrestling. Yeah. And I wish Ed all of the best of luck in the Olympics. <laughs> and like I said on my TikTok, that... You get hungry eventually, you know? Mm -hmm. You get hungry. Mm -hmm. He's 165, Sometimes but he Sometimes being on the left doesn't pay. Hungry. Oh, I thought you meant wrestlers starving themselves, which is a no, no. Well, eating disorder. <laughs> that you um, kind of. I mean, I mean, like back to Ed being like, on the left. Like Eddie's yeah. Midwest, Mar Midwest Marks isn't getting like fatty subscribers. You know, no one wants to hear our bullshit. No, because he's just talking about like, Karl Marx, bullshit. and honestly, Karl Marx is fucking boring. And I don't think everybody needs to read theory. That's my. If you're gonna, if you want healthcare, you don't need to be a Marxist. That's that's my take. And so. Um, yeah, the Midwestern Marks for some reason is like teaming up and trying to clout chase this MAGA communist guy, which that's not real. And so wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, fed flag. flag. And when I say fed, I don't think that Midwestern Marks is a asset of a U.S. government agency or anything. I think that if he were, he is peddling, um, talking points that would satiate Vladimir Putin. That's yes. Yeah. I think and he, he could be associating with yeah. people who do, you know, like. Yeah, yeah so at a again. minimum, he's helping them spread their message, mm -hmm. and he's helping validate or validate yeah uh, certain people's messages. So, so one, my first Fed flag on Eddie was a couple months ago, and dude, I've given him the benefit of the doubt totally. so much. I really like him. Like, I donated. just watched his Jubilee video. You donated to him, I like I really, really liked him. I really wanted him to be real and it, it ask ask dante in the last couple of days it's like been really hard for me to admit this but like i, I think we're right but uh the, my first fed flag with him was when that fucking oliver anthony video came out dude that stupid when you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds that song yeah, you remember that kind of i don't dude, think i know what you're talking about 
Dude, it was on like H3 and everything. It was the, he's like supposed to be like a bluegrass singer or whatever. And he's doing like a folk song. But I read it. It was so AstroTurf from the start because everyone was talking about it. It was supposed to, you know, they have a, I don't know. It seemed like it was kind of a little bit racist. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, it felt like it was bait first off. And then also the, the thing that really fucking got me was... Just because I work with video, I know, like, what... Dude, on the same day, like, within, like, the same hour, all of these people release the same shit talking about this Oliver Anthony dude. I was like, It takes a day or two. Uh, yeah, dude, and, it, and like, literally, and it was, fast. like, scrolling through all at once. I was like... And then Eddie... Eddie was... People were like, yo... Hey, Joe Rogan likes Oliver Anthony. You shouldn't like him. And Eddie was doing what he's doing to you now, calling you a lib and shit. Yeah, he called my girlfriend a fucking and lib. And he won't respond to yeah. me, by the way. Because he he's lib a pussy, in my opinion. Yeah. But like, he was, like, pushing oh. this Oliver Anthony so hard, he was ride or die for him. He's like, no, we we got it. We got to support Anthony Oliver Anthony. Thing. He's for the working class. And it just felt like a fucking PR push. Yeah. Wait, it felt Oliver like Anthony? part of a program. Dude, you have to have heard the song. Oh, it's a song. I'll right. listen to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a song. I see what you're saying. I feel like I just kind of heard. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah, okay. That makes it was sense. like everyone was talking about it for a minute. Uh, but it, it all popped up on the same day. And, bro, it read so much like a PR, like, psyop type thing. It's it's what the the celebrities do, you know. All my girlies who listen to the tea and stuff, you know that like when they use certain magazines or whatever, like you know, they're, it's all for different purposes. Like they have this all down to a science. So when they want to push someone big, they would push it out to all of the influencers. Like Joe Rogan talked about this at the same time as Midwest Marks and fucking everyone, dude. I was like, who the f Ben Shapiro talked about it, bro. I it was like so obvious no at a minimum he's i mean if you give them every benefit of the doubt at a minimum he's a helpful idiot then and it's like you, yeah. it, but and at but that point you, it's the same and if you truly are though you should be open to hearing like people who support you or did support you being like hey dude i'm kind of concerned it seems like like they might be we kind of were at no. first we were like oh yes. i think they're taking advantage of him and trying to that's like, what i thought and then too. i was like no, i sent him an earnest dm dude that was a nice want that to be true. Yeah. i still want that to be true yeah no so well, i like the fact that he just stopped no, responding he, to he's never he will never lid. respond to me again he'll he will never say anything to me again this is exactly yeah. what happened with caleb hammer who we'll talk about next time but no yeah he he's a because i don't want to surprise him um uh yeah he but like he he responded i sent him an earnest dm telling him like why i followed him initially and why like i have so far mo for the most part respected what he's done and said and never responded to the dm and then he responded to one of my messages when i said i donated and said thank you and then just gaslit and deflect the whole time saying like well, why would how can jackson be grifting if he's oh if he's saying he he's identifies a as a marxist how and i'm like dude grifting? grifting doesn't mean you're making money only it's fucking attention economy god mm -hmm. damn it and, and then he was getting upset with you guys right and the, this is the other fed flag that he gave he me was the, the 
he calls he talks talking about the left like he isn't part of it you yeah. know he's like oh all you people on the left That's it's like bro you're, it's slipping mm -hmm, yeah. the mask because fell never, down dude like or maybe he's closer to this like mega communism which i feel like is more like white supremacist i was gonna communism. say what does he want like i a was Marxist gonna say it feels like uh, a lot of racism a lot of times that's just too. fascism it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's just instead of I think it's all a capitalist yeah. controlling the company, it's the government controlling the company Dude, through a person who I mean, may as well be called a capitalist. I don't... The more we're figuring out, man, is the more we're seeing that it's all, like, planned and people are placed into positions and rather than, like, finding themselves there and if stuff. If we were smart, you know, we like... wouldn't release this. <laughs> Ew. Dude, you honestly, do like, shoot me? Oh, what's the CIA gonna do? No, but that's the yeah. When you're yeah, you're gonna. Oh. The dude, I would live stream it, it if I killed myself. I'm saying this right now. I would, I would live stream would it too. so all of you could watch, and too. so I could tell you all goodbye. I would never kill. I would never, kill, I would never jump off anything. anything. None of us. I would never jump off any any window or out of anything really high wouldn't do it i would never never I think that's an I, myself. I was gonna say i think that's where we wrap it up i think it's that's it because that's, that's two it, hours guys. we did two fuck it'll get out two down, hours but. let's go yeah and also we could just release it as a two-parter yeah. it'll be fine it, we could do like a, a quick disclaimer at the front like guys this is crazy but the story is crazy and we're gonna keep yeah, talking it's just about nibble, it so. nibbles of just have fun. Yeah, we're trying to give you the fun bit. Yeah, if you thought it was it's weird in our minds and our brains were a little too ADHD for you, that's fine. It's because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot about. to talk about. It's a lot of repetition. It's just a lot of, you we'll, hear the We're going to break it all down yeah. in other episodes. Exactly. It'll start making more sense. But mm -hmm. if you've made it this far, thank you so Appreciate much for you, joining us. You. First episode of Hello, Alphabet. Hey, dude, I feel like we just caught our stride. Shit. Yeah, right? No, we just started cooking two hours in. Well, right. But we will be back yeah. with a lot more uh, thoughts. Just thoughts and observations. Let us know your fed flags. Yeah, drop your fed flags oh, in the comments off. below. No, it's great. All right. Wait, no, let's do the scene. Sorry, let's do it real quick without me fucking it all up if you want. Oh, no, but I, I think it's perfect. No, nope, we're not doing oh, okay. anything. It's all I'm sorry. I'm not a mansplainer. I just, I think the delay. I'm just. Everyone help. Open. These men won't stop talking over me on this podcast. Help. Let oh, women speak.